Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, the uh, Fightful.com leader in all of your Taylor Swift content. Sean Ross Sapp, everything that I do, I am, I am getting more buzz for Taylor Swift than Kanye West. It is uh, shocker. It, I'm shocked that Taylor Swift creates more buzz than Kanye West. No, no, that's no, absolutely. No. I'm getting her more buzz shocked. than Kanye West got for her because that's why she's famous. No, he made that chick famous. You know, you no. know the song. No, never he heard did. it. That's Jeremy Lambert, by the way. Um, he is host of the Distraction, which I gotta say, doing numbers lately. I'm a big star now. I'm a big, big star. Joseph's a big star as well, doing I, doing features every yeah, day. Jeremy Lambert as seen on Sports Kita. What? Yeah. I, I didn't approve this third party bonanza going on. Oh, I got to give you a cut of <laughs> yes, what, you what happened. What be, I made off of that show. I need a cut of your 0%. <laughs> uh, guys, here, I'm going to go ahead and get the plugs out of the way. I interviewed Bret Hart. It's really, really good. I'm very proud of that interview. It's one that I wanted to do for a long time. We're going to have like seven articles out of it. It's insane. I interviewed Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows. He turned into a cartoon during the interview. That is a thing that really happened. It's up right now. I interviewed Sammy Callahan before Bound for Glory. I'm doing a post show after Bound for Glory. Check that out. And this week, I accidentally dropped a big swole enhancement stories where she talked about having to give Nia Jax a receipt in the ring. So you got like four exclusive interviews, and we're doing Bound for Glory, and we're doing Hell in a Cell. I got Steven Jensen on with me Saturday. I got Luke Owen with me uh, Sunday. Man, there's a ton of stuff. My earbuds are falling out of my head. But I thought SmackDown was pretty good. Your brain is going to fall out of your head with the way you're going this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. But here's the thing. Like, I did a ton of interviews. I've legitimately got interviews stocked up for a month. There's going to be people that are mad that I don't release their interviews for a while. But I bitch about not getting interviews. I can't sit there and be like, well, nope, don't want them. I never turn down one like that, especially from one of those companies. So you guys are going to like what we have. Tons of stuff. 
Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. During this very show, I had exclusive news on Shorty G, Chad Gable, and the change going on there. But, Jeremy, I thought this SmackDown was pretty good. I thought it was excellent. Go-home shows are usually just, like, lifeless and boring and nothing happens. And this one actually felt like a very strong go-home show that made me more excited for now the five-match Hell in a Cell card. And really, it made me... It made me excited about the, the matches there. It made me excited for things that aren't even going to have matches on Sunday. It did an awful lot of stuff. Uh, you guys can do an awful lot of stuff for us. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. And donate a Super Chat to get your question or statement read on the air. I can't tell you how much that helps us. Subscribe to Fightful Select as well. I do a Q&A show every week. I do an exclusive show every single week that just has 20-25 minutes of news. Uh, lots of cool stuff. A reminder, I will be returning to the Wednesday Night War podcast to host it on November 4th. We'll be going live at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, and we'll be going about an hour. Check it out. Uh, I know some of you have enjoyed my my select show, but going back live, hope you guys enjoy it. Let's talk about this SmackDown. We got our first Super Chat from Anakin JMT. He says, rare Friday night. I have to work, so I'll be listening. Thanks for all you guys do. Sean, I look forward to your response to Chris Van Vliet. Jeremy, stop cheating in Uno. Well, I, I want to say, Anakin, I appreciate you. I saw that you did a live stream with Throwback on his channel. There was Wild Boy, there was Ron Patel, Tim Traver, Rob Wilkins. A lot of people that we love at Fightful did that live stream, and it made me very, very happy to see all of you guys together doing that. That was awesome. Uh, Jeremy, I am going to encourage you to not stop cheating at Uno personally because thank you. I don't think I've ever been more proud of you than to hear that. <laughs> First off, I don't cheat at Uno. They're just mad that I beat them all the time. But I would cheat at Uno because, look, you got to win, right? And if yeah. you're not cheating, you're not trying. It, I used to get, uh, like, when I first started to do Quizlemania, I would get tweets of people, cl- like, saying that I was cheating. And I was like, man, you better believe if I knew how to cheat at Quizlemania, I would. <laughs> if I had, like, some nipple database to guess all these people, I would I – would, Bust that open. Do you not watch the show? They do a show where you guess nipples on there, Jeremy. What the hell's wrong with you? Isn't the nipple database Mr. Skin? Isn't that the (laughs) website? You remember when they constantly referenced that on Knocked Up? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That one. Oh, man. Uh, And I already responded to Chris Van Vliet. Uh, Chris Van Vliet said that he was going to come to my house and leave my window cracked open just a little bit so my air would kick on and off and my electric bill would increase. See, the things that Chris Van Vliet says he's going to do to me are going to cost me hundreds of dollars, but the joke's on him because I'm too poor to have central air. We have a 2,500-square-foot house. It's very old. We use window units and just cool the rooms that we're going to be in. Tay Boogie says, "What he called talk- you? He called you Sean Ross Scott. Yeah, I love that. That uh, he doesn't thing. even know your name. Yeah, I've I've literally had dinner with this guy. I have met Chris Van Vliet ten times. <laughs> you were with me one of the times. Yeah, he's so. Here's the thing about Chris Van Vliet. He's so nice that that's the only way that I can insult him. Because you were standing next to me when I I even jokingly said, yeah." This ass moved to Cincinnati and took all my interviews. And he's like, whoa. He was so whoa. <laughs> he was so taken aback. He's he like, was. really? I, I'm, he's like apologized for yes. moving. He's so nice. You, you thought you were taking interviews. He's so nice. It's, it's he's unbelievable. He's the best guy. 
Oh, he's the best guy. And, and what I hope happens the next time he drives in L.A. traffic is that I hope his tire pressure is low. I don't want him to get a, a, a flat tire. I want him to get, like, low air pressure. That way it throws off the gauges in his Tesla. Cause he's got a Tesla, by the way. And then he's got to figure it out, and, and it really just sidetracks him for a while. And in, in his mind, he's like, do I have a flat tire? Is that going to go flat? And it just it, it sticks there in his head. That's what I hope happens. The mental happens. warfare. You yes. The mental warfare. Tay Boogie, Tay Boogie says, watch Talking Smack on the network. No, watch, watch this show right now. Watch this show right now. Leave a thumbs up, guys. We're here to talk about the opening segment. Kevin Owens, who I appreciate. He goes and he says, hey, are all of our contractual obligations done? We're done with this flip-flopping? Not really. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but uh, I, I appreciate him saying that. And he has Daniel Bryan come out. Daniel Bryan, very happy with the SmackDown roster, wants to see the IC title defended on every episode of SmackDown. One of the things I liked so much about this first half hour of the show, Jeremy, it did a lot of different things. It had a talk show. It had a guest. It had Daniel Bryan setting up something with the Intercontinental title. We saw Sami Zayn later. It saw a tag team pitched. It got three more tag teams involved. This did a whole lot of stuff. It definitely accomplished a lot. And I'm all for this Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan tag team as well. And I like, I'm all for multiple kind of storylines that also still tie together. So you can do like a Bryan Owens tag team. And then still do like a Brian and Zane sort of feud as well. Obviously, you can easily tie in Owens and Zane to all of this as well. So I really liked everything they did uh, in this opening 30 minutes as well. I, the yeah, Even Ziggler got his uh, little jokes in. Like, you want hot, fresh, young talent? Here's me and Bobby Roode. Like, we, we're the hot, fresh, young talent that you'd never seen before. I did like that. Uh, some of the best names that I saw, Steamed Vegetables. <laughs> That one popped me. I was like, okay, that was that was pretty good. I'll, I'll rock with that. But I'm all for a Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens team. I, I saw, mean, go ahead. I saw Sorry. the two dudes with attitudes. That one was great. That one was really good. I think Steen Vegetables <laughs> came from good Mike Work Greg, who is a great dude. But the two dudes with attitudes. Oh my <laughs> god. I mean, that seems very much like a, a boss and hug connection esque name. It's like. You know, you you can't believe that it actually got through, but it will now. Like that's that I mean, does... Brian, Brian can get it through. Like yes. they, they ain't turned down. If he For wants sure. that to be the name, they'll just be like, all right, sure. I so much T-shirts. Kevin Owens changed the entire COVID protocol. <laughs> so, true. so I mean, he's he's got some some pull there as well. We mentioned all the the teams coming out, and as Reggie Ray would say, we got ourselves a bet. And we have a match. Adam Pierce runs out there with his papers and whatever it is. I love Adam Pierce. I love him in this role. I don't know if I love him. I've never interacted with the guy. Uh, but I love him in the context of this, and he's always good on the screen. So therefore, I love Adam Pierce. It is microphone out there. I guess he announced to the Thunderdome crowd that now we have an eight man tag team match. Yes, that is what happens. Um, but the match, it was really good. And I wish that commentary would not have said that Daniel Bryan went back and changed because I would have liked to have thought that he had the kick pads on underneath his pants. That This is exactly what I thought happened. I missed the line where they said that he went back and changed because I don't pay attention to the commentary. Um, I thought this is what happened. I watched a movie called 
Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon this week. Triple H is in a suit in multiple scenes. Every time he is ready to fight, he hulks up, the suit rips off, he has his gear underneath his suit. Now I just assume, and especially after seeing Brian tonight, I just assume every wrestler has their gear underneath the suit because you got to stay ready. That's what I thought happened with Daniel Bryan. Apparently he went back uh, and changed. I don't like that story. I'm going with my theory instead. I wish that were the way that WWE works. That's how I think it is how it works for a lot of people because on Monday when I said, why are the Riot Squad here? People said, oh, they're in the women's tag division. I said, it's <laughs> not, that's not how it works. You can pretend that, but it doesn't work. Uh, the Jam one, Ryan B. Jam says, Brian and KO should be called Team Goat Fight. And LV Player Cliff says, Owens and Brian tag team name, Prize Goat, hashtag Prize Fighter, hashtag The Goat. Guys, I appreciate you all very much. Those are terrible names. <laughs> Please do not do that. Um, LV Player Cliff says, also, did you know Chris Van Vliet interviewed The Rock, hashtag FTF. I did. I did. Uh, Tim Travers says, "You might, if you guys want to get something for your family, go to Fightful Shop. Yeah, go to shop.fightful.com. We got all kinds of shirts up there. I need to push some new ones through. I know every time that I say that, Jeremy's going to say, point God shirt. Point God Where's shirt. It at? Where's it at? I, I mean, I, I don't have the pull of Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens, but apparently. Jeez, what are you here for if you can't get me a shirt through? I know. I know. But the match is good. Montez plays babyface in peril. Brian clearly didn't warm up. He hurt his leg. Um, and th- this was pretty good, except for Ziggler doing the old do something oh, spot. I, it's so stupid. That that He needs to cut that from his repertoire. Just I, I'm over. And then later on, Rollins with the Messiah disciple stuff. Yeah. Just... We don't need this much talking during the matches, and Ziggler do something. Yeah, Brian hurt his knee, and then he he used it later on after it got worked over for for five minutes. So Brian's usually good at that stuff, but I did notice that when he did the uh, knee dive on the the ring apron at at the finish, he did use the knee that was hurt. So be better, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> be better at wrestling, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I will say it's like. Since the 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 pandemic, I haven't. I don't think I've heard one spot called in the ring, audibly. I can't think of a time. I mean, I'm sure if we watched more Botchamania, we'd hear it all the time. Sure, sure. Sorry, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> Michael Cole botches one. He's just renaming gut wrench power bombs <laughs> to spine busters now. Is it? Does it not bust the spine? It that does, move? That's not yeah. the well. Come on, a backbreaker doesn't break your back either. And if that's the case, you get never mind. <laughs> I, in that instance, the Undertaker back body dropping someone onto a casket is the only backbreaker there is. And that's also all we spine get. buster. Yes, that's, that's very true. Ah, <sighs> Owens hit a stunner. Actions all over the place. Dawkins does hit a spine buster, or as I like to call it, a gut wrench power bomb. <laughs> Ford does an insane frog splash. What I want to see is when when Montez lands, I want him to do more of an homage to RVD. I want him to land and then bounce up so high that he does the rolling thunder and then lands on somebody, and I think he can do it. I'm I'm pretty sure he can. He can do it. Yes, I think he can too. Now he's kind of doing an RVD homage because he hits it, and then he does like a 180 twist to do the pin uh, on it. So he that man gets so much height on that. It's a beautiful, beautiful frog splash. 
after the match, uh, they they celebrate together. Owens and Brian have their eye on the title, and, and backstage they're all celebrating. And Daniel Bryan says, "Fist me, bro!" And I hate it when WWE does the the movie trailer thing. It's like here's here's all the fun, and then the sound drops, <laughs> and then you get the the punchline or whatever, and they're all like, "Oh yeah!" Everybody just vanishes. And Sammy Zane shit to do. <laughs> and Sammy Zane popped up. I mean, I will say when I asked several people about their thoughts on moving to SmackDown, all of them said, "I get to go home an hour earlier now." <laughs> yeah, there you go. They're like, "Our job is done. What are we? What are we sticking around here for? We're oh, out of here." Man, but Sammy Zane, I thought was also very good here. He's like, "Stop volunteering me for stuff." He's the champion. He calls the shots. This is so now we can do a Brian and Zane program. Again, you can insert Owens in there if you need to. You can do Brian and uh Brian and Owens as a tag team. You have Cesaro and Nakamura, who are still kind of loosely maybe tied to Sami Zayn if you want to call back to that. So there's a lot of ways and a lot of layers that they can do here. Will they actually do it? I don't know. I hope they put some some actual thought and some value in this tag division. We saw right here, we saw four very good teams give them storylines, give them actual feuds to where these matches mean something, and they're not just like, hey, throw this together, do this match. Taxel says, I thought about the Triple H Scooby-Doo thing also with Brian. The Distraction should review Surf's Up sequel. It has Undertaker, John Cena, and Paige. I'm sure they will. It's on, it's on, we have so many movies on the list. You know how many films there are starring wrestlers? So oh, many. It's exploded the last few years, too. Like, they're all yeah. over the place. It's, it's like Hollywood finally figured out you could throw some wrestlers in stuff and get some, <laughs> get some cheap views, so to speak. Um, Law and Otis. I didn't hate this. Now, you know, if you go on the Twitter twatter machine and you just type in my name and brand split. I'm sure there will be some dweebs out there that are like, Shut about that, complaining about the brand split again. Complaining about that brand split again. Yeah, I like my shit to make sense. However, these people were subpoenaed, Jeremy. They were they were mandated by a court of law. Asuka and Tucker. You got JBL there as the judge. I thought he did really good. Ron Simmons was the bailiff. You had Ray there testifying for Otis. Teddy Long is the stenographer that has to pee. <laughs> that was really great. I mean, Miz and Morrison are just on a different brand, and they were they were here. So brand split rules do not apply in a court of law. We've established that. If anybody now, if anybody wants to get on a different show, just sue somebody, and you can yeah. easily get on the other show. That's how this works, apparently. Man. I like it. Well, JBL's about to rule, and Miz pays him off. And JBL rules that Miz versus Otis at Money in the Bank for the briefcase Sunday. Whatever. Sure, they're they're both needed. Need that Miz and Otis match. Haven't seen that one before. Yeah, at least this one has stakes. And this, as I said, not high art, but largely harmless. It is Raw versus SmackDown. I'm not keen on that, but they they've wrestled each other so many times, so many times. And at this point, oh God, like I don't want Miz to get the Money in the Bank briefcase. I don't because I don't want to see that right now. I don't think the Miz needs a Money in the Bank briefcase. What he needs to get back over at any certain time is one serious promo. We've seen it work with him. 
Like, he doesn't need that. Otis doesn't need it either. What Otis needs is crowds, and somebody else needs the Money in the Bank briefcase, I think. Um, I I kind of hope Miz wins on on Sunday. I really like that Miz promo on Monday. That was my favorite thing from Raw. It was the Miz promo on El Gran Gordo or whatever. Uh, I thought that promo was great. I I think Miz is going to win on Sunday. I don't I don't know why. I don't know if they're doing anything with Otis. Like they this has been his feud the entire time he's had money in the bank, right? I can't think of anything else that he's done. So I think Miz is going to win. If Miz is going to pay off JBL, he should have paid him off more and just gotten a better verdict ruling yeah. out of this, I think. Like, Miz he's, has that money. He's, he's got, got all wipeout money. Or not wipeout money. What, the generic wipeout money and Miz yeah. and Mrs. money. Yeah, he's got he's got plenty of money. Pay him off more. This is a life lesson, of course. As always, rich white people are going to win in court because they have yeah. the money to, to beat everybody. Got it, Got the money to beat the working man like Otis. Well, Bianca Belair defeated Zelina for the fifth time. I'm so sick of this match. But oh, you watch main event? Is that is this match on main event? All no, the it's time? been on Raw nonstop since April. Whenever Bianca shows up. Oh, right. Dude, Bianca hasn't been on television in so long that yeah. I completely forgot that they wrestled. Like that was Bianca's, I guess, only program since being in WWE. I thought it was a good match because it reintroduced Bianca to now the SmackDown crowd and everything. And Zelina is so tiny that Bianca can look really impressive, just yes. tossing her around and, you know, throwing her uh, over her head and stuff. So I, I thought this was a very good showcase for Bianca. And I was not of the belief that I'd seen this a hundred times until you reminded <laughs> me. So here's where I can levy some criticism. Cause there's not a lot to criticize Bianca Belair's work yet, work yet. And to be honest, it's, not a condemnation as much as it is a personal thing. When Zelina's holding on to the ring apron or the ring skirt and Bianca looks like she's struggling to drag her back in, I don't believe it. I think that Bianca would yank her by the ankle and sling her clear out the other side of the ring. <laughs> and I can see Bianca holding back. I can see her being like, I better not pull too hard because I might sling her out of the other side of the ring. That's the only issue. I thought the offense here was really good i thought zelina did great i thought bianca did break great that gorilla press into the snake eyes was so good and the kod is so good this was really good stuff and bianca's outfit ruled yes I, i'm with you on the ring apron spot not not only because she could just easily pull it i didn't think when she yanked her up zelina got like enough height yeah. off of that like she got like a foot off of the mat i'm like yeah bianca could easily toss her more than that so other than that i thought this match was great bianca always comes off like such a star and and this was no exception i would love to see bianca wear something like 1999 smackdown logo inspired <laughs> like that, that that could be like her logo like is like an emulation of of the 99 logo i think that'd be really cool and very familiar as well bianca belair is going to be really, really great. And she already is. But WWE does that thing where they're like, okay, well, we're not giving you the title right now, so we're just going to take you off TV. Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair can the main event a pay-per-view sometime. I mean, them teaming is going to be great one day. There's going to be all kinds of cool stuff there. To me, those two exude just winner and star so much. 
I can't wait to see the stuff that Bianca does with them. It's going to be great when she finally gets her push after Bailey and Sasha finish their feud in April 2021. Lars Sullivan got called a freak, freak 11 times tonight. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The freak Lars Sullivan. Um, Shorty G, he's mad that he couldn't get drafted. He's ready to right the ship. He's got a chip on his shoulder, but he gets beaten. It's a small chip, Sean. Well, yeah, and I mean, really, if Lars Sullivan was like a, a 79 overall before this, he dyed his beard, and now he's an 83 overall. I think dyeing your beard gets you up into like higher 80s, uh, according to the Goldberg theory. That's a good point. Um, there was one spot in the match I didn't like when Gable clubbed Lars in the back from like, it was like five feet away from the turnbuckle and Lars flew into it. And I was like, sorry, like, I, I'm not buying that one. <laughs> He's a strong man. He's a strong man yeah, when he hits I'm somebody. Sure he I'm sure he is. He also raked the eyes, which I kind of dug, but yeah. Lars wins with the freak accident and Shorty G quits. Now. We've got more on this on FightfulSelect.com. Not gonna, not gonna bury that story. Go over there and subscribe. I got, I got news on that. I'm gonna have news on Bound for Glory this weekend, Hell in a Cell this weekend, all kinds of exclusive news over there. That's the most direct way you guys can support us. Slap a five spot down. Subscribe to Fightful Select. Get a lot of great stuff. You get Alex Palowski's review of this show as well. But Adam Pierce is backstage, and he says he's tired of the shorty G crap. Yeah, well, um, good. You know, it's funny, Jeremy, because I'm pretty sure that everybody said this sucked when they came up with it. And he's had to deal with it for like a year Mm -hmm. now? Because it happened at King of the Ring time last year. Uh, It was a bad idea then. They, of course, did nothing with it except do a bunch of short jokes. And now they're just going to try to drop it. I guess he's a heel now because he hated the gimmick that they gave him that makes you a heel in WWE. If you hate WWE creative, you're just automatically a bad guy. That's the thing. Like so often, like I remember when raw, I mean, raw is still pretty bad, but raw was so bad. And they blamed it on Baron Corbin because he was the constable. I was like, you all made him that terrible character. (laughs) You all did that. Uh, And Stephanie would come out. We're no longer going to let Baron Corbin run the show. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, quit it. Poor guy. What Stephanie says goes, though. Creator Evidently. of all women's wrestling, all wrestling in general. Evidently. Contract signing. Bailey comes out and says she is not signing the contract. And Sasha comes out. And she's a fashion icon. 
It's boss time, Sean. Do it with me. Come on. You ready? Yeah. There, there we, we go. go. Man, that was... <laughs> you know what? If NSYNC goes on tour, Joey Fatone, he, <laughs> he ain't in shape. Me and Jeremy. We, we got your back, Justin. We got it. We got your back, Justin. Don't worry. I won't We're... steal the show like J.C. Chazé at the VMAs. Man. So Sasha ends up taking the title belt and then wrapping a chair around Bailey's neck to force her to sign under duress. Denise has had a really good idea that... that I've heard this. I don't need to hear it again. Well, the, the viewers <laughs> do. That Bailey should write something in or have something set or have something added to where if Sasha doesn't win, she can't challenge for the title again and has to win at the Royal Rumble. I love that. Uh, guys, check out our Hell in a Cell predictions yesterday. Izzy of, you know, Sasha Banks and Bailey fame, a wonderful girl, uh, trashed Taylor Swift and made predictions with it. It's our most successful predictions video to date. She is a natural she is going to do a lot of cool stuff in wrestling, whatever she chooses to do. Check that out, guys. But um, what do you think of this contract signing segment? I like it, but I do think they're missing out on just a little bit of something. Yeah, it's cooled down for me in the past couple of weeks with everything. They they WWE'd it too much. This is the, yes. this is the best thing I can say about it. Uh, I was waiting for Sasha. I guess she sort of did. I was waiting her for her to just go like completely Moira Rose and just be like, sign the fucking contract. Just slap <laughs> Bailey around a little bit. I mean, she sort of did that. She threatened to break her neck. Uh, yeah, she did. Bailey would have been out for a whole two weeks with the neck brace. <laughs> and, you know, gonna... But she would have missed Sunday. So like, <laughs> she what, what's the point? <laughs> oh. The jam one Ryan B. Jam says when Bailey grabbed the pin, why didn't she just stab Banks in the foot or something? Do you know that very close to me, University of Kentucky campus, we had a serial foot stabber? It would have been like Eddie Kingston. Didn't he stab no. a man with a in the face with a pin after he got hit in the back of the head with a baseball bat? That's a real story he told on Dynamite. Maybe. I don't know, but I remember this was when when Kentucky basketball, like they were going to final fours and, and uh, ch getting championships like 2011, 2012. And I had a lot of friends that were on campus and it was a terror because in the library, somebody was crawling under the tables and stabbing somebody in the foot. This happened multiple times. You, you guys can look it up. University of Kentucky foot stabber. It's, it's unreal. Maybe it's who who sent in that. Maybe it's him because he's the person who who referenced this. Maybe that this is you should stab people in the foot. I think Sasha is was wearing like some heavy duty boots or something that that pen wasn't yeah. going through it anyway. I mean, Sasha was not going to deal with a serial foot stabber because the only no. serial that she's dealing with is MagicSpoon.com. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts of growing up. But when you get older, like me. You don't want all the carbs. You don't want all the sugar. You want protein, but you can't get it from most of your cereal. And when you're trying to cut down on those unhealthy foods, you realize how hard it is to enjoy a lot of the things that you used to love. But MagicSpoon.com has you covered. I love their variety pack. Four flavors. Cocoa, blueberry, frosted, fruity. It's keto-friendly. It's gluten-free. It's grain-free. It's soy-free. It's low-carb. It's GMO-free. And it's fantastic. Uh, I mean, my two favorite flavors, cocoa and frosted. 
My wife likes fruity, at least uh, based on my recollection. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good stuff. I keep telling you guys what I love about it is you don't have to go and refill your bowl to get filled up. One serving of this fills me up, and that's what I like. Because if you're eating regular cereal, you're stacking those carbs up. You're not going to—first off, you're not eating the serving size recommended. Two, you're eating more than one bowl, so those those carbs are just going crazy. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a variety pack. Try it today. Use our code FIGHTFUL to get free shipping. They are so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash FIGHTFUL. Use the code FIGHTFUL. I even got Jimmy hitting me up trying to get the hookup on Magic Spoon. The man is rich, and he's like, hey, man, can you get me some of that Magic Spoon? I'm like, get, get Magic Spoon yourself, Jimmy. Why Why did you make Jimmy sound like a fiend for Magic Spoon? He is. I mean, maybe he is. Man. Gotta, gotta have the Magic Spoon. Gotta eat that gluten-free, man. Uh, <laughs> if it's got sugar, I don't want it. I don't want anything in it. No. Magicspoon.com. Code Fightful. Hit them up at Eat Magic Spoon. Let them know you heard about them from us. I cannot tell you guys how much that helps. Even if you don't order the product, if you tell them at Eat Magic Spoon on Twitter that you heard about them from us. That helps us out. They'll renew. They'll tell you. They'll tell us, you know what? We're, we're going to keep supporting your show. We're going to pay Jeremy Lambert's bills. That's what we're going to do. That'd be nice. And, and yeah, it would be nice. Reminder, guys, get in a super chat. We got the main event, the main event wrestling match, at least. Rollins versus Murphy, and this was a good What'd you think, Jeremy? That was an outstanding match. I mean, if you want to watch Seth Rollins against Kenny Omega, this was it. Because that's that's what Murphy is, right? That's what everyone tells me. Um, <laughs> like, this was great. I was very worried for, for Buddy Murphy on that uh, dive where he overshot just a little. Just overshot yes. Seth Rollins a little. Or Seth Rollins didn't catch him. That looked like it sucked. Uh, good limb work with the with the shoulder, making it seem like it was popped out and everything. If you got like, both good of limb these work, guys. check out BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. <laughs> Both of these guys are excellent, excellent professional wrestlers. The only thing I didn't like about this match was the stupid Messiah Disciple stuff. Everything else was great. The closing stretch was great. And Seth Rollins wins. And then we got the post-match where this has got to continue. It's been five and a half months. Uh, So Rollins had cut a promo about Murphy being confused. And I love the opening spot where they avoided a lot of each other's attacks. Probably because they know each other so well. Murphy's Meteora rules. I like it a lot. Uh, he eventually pulls up lame and Rollins works that over. Uh, but Rollins was persistent with the stomp to close it. I just love that. He kept going for it and going for it. And finally he hit the mark. That was really, really good. You all got to see this match. The, like Sometimes Seth Rollins' character work is so heavy. Like Whether, whether you say it's good or bad or in between, sometimes it outshines... The reason he got over in the first place was he is an incredible worker. And this is the kind of match that Buddy Murphy needs to have. Do you remember last year when they did that ass trash who attacked <laughs> Roman Reigns storyline? And I said, nobody got over from that. And I still have people today go, actually, Buddy Murphy had bangers two weeks in a row. And I'm like, yeah. And then he was off TV. And fortunately, Paul Heyman was like, hey, SmackDown, you can keep Braun Strowman. Just give me Murphy. 
Give, I need the Murphy. And he's been putting this storyline, and as a result, he's gotten over because of this. I'm not even that convinced that they meant to have him in the background of that Roman Reigns <laughs> thing. I think it was just lucky. And then he's like, oh, I get to work a couple weeks? Cool, man. That's neat. Uh, nobody got over from that, but people are getting over from this. Now, I'll, granted, Austin Theory didn't get over from this Messiah storyline. Razor and Akam sure as hell didn't get over because of this. But uh, I, I just thought that, that Murphy really showed the reason like why he was given this spot and did really awesome. Aaliyah. The bitch slaps, by the way. We need more bitch slaps yeah, in do. wrestling. All right? When when Rollins is just slapping him with his one glove, like saying you're being disrespectful, that's what we need. And just more disrespectful bitch slaps. Yeah, people are, people were tagging me and be like, oh, they slap each other all the time in Japan. Like, they slap each other, like fire each other up in strong style. I don't want hey. that stuff. I want bitch slapping in wrestling. Like like the finisher for every female character on the old SmackDown game. Yes. Just yes, pop. Exactly. That's, that's what, what we, I want. More that's what we need to point. see. Uh, Anakin JMT says, I saw some people on Twitter saying Murphy looked like the Wish version of Omega, but I don't see it. Oh, I could see it in the ring, for sure, especially with yeah. the knees. He does the one-winged angel finisher, too, doesn't he? That, no, no, he does. It's that's like, what he was going for in, was in this match, I thought. Yeah, that Rollins escaped. Maybe. Uh, Murphy's Law is a little bit different, though. It's It's like a... A half Nelson, quarter Nelson, where he throws them up onto his shoulders and then spins out. But, I mean, maybe he was trying to do it. I would just be shocked if oh, WWE right. let him. I, look, it's been so long since he's hit his finisher on a match. That's a good point. It looked like, honestly. Go check out my interview with him from last year, guys. He talks about developing that finisher. It's really good stuff. Aaliyah is backstage, and, like, Ray and Dominic are scolding her. And <laughs> this is... Like them saying, we really hope people don't remember Test versus Shaming Man. At this point, I'm waiting for Davy Boy Smith Jr. to show up and throw a trash can and hit Aaliyah <laughs> in the head because that happened with Stephanie and and his old pops at one point. But Dominic comes out and scolds her for protecting him, and then Rollins attacks him, and then gets run off by a one armed, one eyed, five foot four Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I just love that a crippled, blind, 45-year-old man is the part where Rollins goes, All right! <laughs> Done! Like, he had a tough match with Murphy. Dominic was in there. The numbers game would have caught up. Ray is a terrible parent, by the way. Aaliyah's just watching WWE backstage, and he's like, Why are you watching this? Turn the TV off, Ray. If you don't want your child to, to watch something, turn it off. Send her to her room, take away her phone, take away her TikTok and all that stuff. That's how you parent right there. And then Aaliyah's like, come help him, come help him. They just let her go to the ring. Ray's just like, what what am I supposed to do about this? She's just going to wander off. Can't do anything. You're the parent, Ray. You are the parent. Learn to parent your child, Ray Mysterio. Beat their ass in video games. Reminder, guys, don't need a super chat. Get your question or statement read. On the air. Fernando Cruz says, do you think Dominic should go to 205 Live or NXT? No. He is a star right now. He belongs on SmackDown. On Dominic Mysterio. I don't know about that, but... The Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, this was a solid show. Happy to see DB in the ring again. And the promo stuff from Roman was great. Aaliyah Murphy romance stuff was the low light. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 
Remind your guys. When is this going to end? Like, when do you actually... Does love ever end, Jeremy? No, of course not. And I, as I'm someone who loves love, so yes. in my mind, love does not never end. Indeed. Leave a thumbs up, guys. We are heading towards the main event segment. Throwback27 says, Have an amazing show. Excited for Hell in a Cell and this week. Back issues aren't fun. Excited to see Sasha versus Bailey. Hey, we hope you get better soon, Throwback. Yes. Uh, was fun dropping in on your roundtable this week. Make sure you guys check that out. Ray Callahan Jr., our friend, says, Love the I Quit for Hell in a Cell. I can't recall, but have they ever done an extreme Hell in a Cell with like weapons attached to the walls at the start? I feel like they have, but I can't recall. Wasn't the uh, Usos New Day? I mean, they had weapons. I don't know yes. if they were attached to it, but there was certainly weapons in that match. Yeah. Yeah, I... I it feels like there was, but I do. I also love the I quit aspect of this. There's this, only been like 50 Hell in a Cell matches now. Yeah. Uh, this main event segment was real good. I liked it. You got Roman in the ring. You got Jimmy Uso. or it's, We think it's Jay Uso, but he's got the bandana over his face, and he reveals that he's Jimmy. And the only part I don't like is that Roman Reigns, he sold it with his face. He's like, ah, oh, man, he's no dummy. But then Jimmy goes, he's right behind you. And I'm like, oh, man, come on. Look, you, it's WWE. It ain't going to be subtle, all right? They got to tell you what's in front of you. That, that's know. what they do. Oh, my God. It's like when my grandma would watch movies with my grandpa and like he was he was gone at that point like and just something crazy would happen on there and she would explain it <laughs> she shot him <laughs> and he he looks he's like i saw <laughs> i'm not all there but i saw that's how that so, feels, and I'm like... Sometimes you, you need... Maybe you're not a visual learner, yeah. and you need to learn through hearing. And so I can't think of what that's called at the moment, but that's yeah. how you need to learn, and that's all Jimmy is doing. Evidently, but uh, this guy... Auditory over- learner. That's what... Thank you. Auditory... I'm just proud of myself that I remembered. This got one over on Roman Reigns, and Reigns des- decides to reveal the consequences. He says if he beats... Jay Uso and he doesn't acknowledge him as the tribal chief tribal chief after the match. Their entire side of the family is out. Uh, he did say wives and kids, so I assume Rikishi's still good to go. So Rikishi's <laughs> got no reason to watch Sunday. Uh, no stakes in it for Rikishi. Good job, Roman. But uh, Naomi, she's glued to the TV set. They're all stuck. Um, what'd you think of this? I thought it was pretty solid. I- I mean, Look, I love this, and what I want is – I don't know if they do this on social media. Like they, can, they can do some YouTube skits. They should already have them filmed, honestly. They should air it during uh, Hell in a Cell. You know those like mob movies where – or really just The Sopranos. You watch The Sopranos, and Tony's like threatened to be like, I'm cutting you out. Like you're out of the family. Yeah. And you see like the wife like talking to uh, the husband who's about to get cut out, and he's just like, you better listen to what he says. Like I got all these diamonds and shit. Yes. Like I'm not trying to lose – any of this okay if he needs you to do this hit you just better go do this hit. this is what i want like i want naomi being there and be like look you're a great tag team i'm doing good as a singles roman right now he's kind of been taking care of us we've been injured all right we've been on the show roman is providing for us right now so you better tell you you better tell him 
he better he better bow down to the tribal chief because he's supporting us right now. These are the kind of skits that I want in the coming days. Queen Hannah says Naomi versus Roman at Survivor Series. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Anakin, uh, yeah, I wish she would pin him clean with the rear view. Uh, <laughs> Anakin says, Sean, my divorce suggests that, yes, love does end. Damn. Damn. And Ray Callahan Jr. No, it does not. It does not, Anakin. You know, I could say the same thing, but there is love elsewhere. All right? There's love elsewhere, Anakin. Ray Callahan Jr. says, one more for that right behind you impression. <laughs> my god well we do have hell in a cell this sunday after the show i'll be here with wrestle talks lukewarm luke owen but tomorrow and maybe today depending on when you're listening to this ufc huge pay-per-view habib Nurmagomedov, justin gaethje check out all the great stuff that shaquille missouri is doing uh, i gave him the reins of fightfulmma.com and i'll lay it out for you guys quite frankly there's not a lot of breaking news to be had in in the, the UFC world. UFC works with ESPN. They're on that broadcast network, so Errol Hawani and Brett Okamoto usually get most of the news. So me and Shaq were like, hey, just do something completely different. He does uh, news videos multiple times a week to kind of catch you guys up on the news. He does fighter predictions. He does podcasts every Friday. He does like try not to laugh challenge and uh, like, MMA fighters sharing funny experiences with other fighters and celebrities. That's youtube.com slash FightfulMMA and FightfulMMA.com. David Tease, of course, is a workhorse, so check him out. But also, this has been one of the craziest weeks in Fightful. Jeremy, Ryan Cook, Robert DeFelice, Carlos Toro have all been just rocking it with stuff over there. Joe Hulbert had a feature up that got a lot of attention. Make sure you guys check that out. Jeremy. What do you got going on? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88. Check out the distraction Thursdays, seven o'clock. We review movies on Tuesdays. We're reviewing Elias's album nice. on Tuesday. That is, we have a uh, Joel Pearl on an actual musician to talk about. Joseph and I are just going to make a bunch of jokes. Joel is going to be like, well, he didn't play this string right. And this chord was <laughs> off and stuff. And we're just going to be like, eh, it was fine. Um, we're gaming on Sunday before Hell in a Cell. We're, playing, nice. we're doing the TEW series, Booty Pro Wrestling. Uh, myself and Joseph will be playing that Sunday before Hell in a Cell. I did a bunch of shows this week, one with Denise. Uh, it's all on my Twitter. Guys, it's, check it out. He's doing a lot of great stuff. It's getting a lot of good traction. Throwback27 says, Sean, every rose has its thorn, and there is no bad blood there. My God, on that note. Now we got bad blood. No, it used to be mad love. Sing it with me, Sean. Come on. Take a look what you've done. Come on. Come on, Sean. Sean. I think there's me? a more appropriate lyric, and I've recited it before. In relation to the JBL, Ms. Otis thing. <sighs> Jeremy, do, do, you know, do you know what I got here? Do you know what you have here? Do, do, do you know where I'm going with this? No, I don't. Drug dealer by Jordan, crackhead by crack, and JBL get paid off of all of that. <laughs> Until next time, guys, we're out. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.